powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Buck Rising in for Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports and you like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. First, got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for our show, for our business, and they help you guys out. TennesseeTickets.com. Titans season tickets are available both at TennesseeTickets.com and really more options and better deals if you go to and call them at 615-970-1500. That's 615-970-1500. TennesseeTickets.com for any of your Titans season ticket needs. They've got you guys during this crazy time. Also, Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Renters Warehouse is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for because there are alternatives to selling your home when you move out. Help them, let them help you create an extra cash flow, help continue to build equity in that home that you already own. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. And Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. We were there yesterday. One 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle stimulation simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. Your gym is most likely closed with what's going on with the coronavirus. Mine is. And Mandu is open. My gym's open. I'm planning to work out again tomorrow uh, for my second workout of the week. Mandu.com. Why is it so open? Because, really, maximum three people are at Mandu at one time. That's how they're set up normally. Because it's basically a one-on-one workout. It takes 15 minutes. You get a lot of work in. So it's the perfect chance for you, while your regular gym is closed, to go try your first free session. Your first free workout at Mandu, mandu.com. So go check them out and uh, appreciate you guys uh, uh, helping out our sponsors and supporting our sponsors and supporting us uh, during these crazy times. We are bringing the content strong for you guys who might be out of work, who might be home working or whatever, but we are here for your entertainment purposes. So Buck, let's get this thing going because I don't think any of us expected Jarrell Casey to be traded away from the Tennessee Titans and let alone for a seventh round pick. What was your immediate reaction? Cause we have not spoken about this, about the Jarrell Casey trade. You did a whole show last night on primetime about it. What is your immediate feeling overall about this move? Well, the immediate feeling when I saw the move come across the timeline, cause of course all of us at most of us who are working from home, were just sitting there refreshing our nude f- news feed, not nude feeds, news feeds. Maybe, uh, maybe it depends a lot of time at home right now. A lot of time on your phone. Uh, <laughs> So looking for NFL free agency. (laughs) We know, buddy. (laughs) Got to get that out there. NFL free agency, coronavirus news, all of it on our Twitter timelines. So my initial reaction was surprise. And then I uh, and then I read Ian Rappaport's tweet that said they had been quietly shopping him for some time. And then it started to make sense because John Robinson, and we have audio for you guys this morning of J-Rob from the combine. Now we know what Buck is doing during quarantine, says Jimmy Morris. No, no, my girlfriend's here. I'm straight. Uh, I, uh, I, uh... <laughs> Again? Doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> Quarantined. <laughs> I love it. Just get to your point. Uh, why? This is more fun. No, Jarrell Casey. <laughs> Jarrell Casey. Hilarious. We, uh, John Robinson, when he spoke to the media, the last time any of us has, has spoken to John Robinson in press conference form, he let us know that things would be different in 20, from 2019 
to 2020. So we were asking him about Ryan Tannehill's contract situation. This is uh, this is something that was still going on before the combine. And so in answering the question about John or in answering the question about Ryan Tannehill, John Robinson gave a pretty telling response as if this was something that you should be ready for when free agency began. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it's, we, we, he's, his contract's up. So we'll have those contract negotiations um, with a lot of our players. And um, like I said, I want to try to keep as many of those guys on the team as possible. But the, the 2020 Titans, they're going to look different than the 2019 Titans. That, that's the way it is. The 2019 Titans look different than the 2018 Titans. There's rookies that come in. Um, there's trades that happen. There's free agency. There's waiver claims. Um, and we told our team that. And, and they understand that. They're professionals. That's, isn't that crazy? Because I, mean, I posted on Instagram, at A to Z Sports, follow us there, the picture, and I guess Facebook, I posted, I posted everywhere, the picture of the Titans who were up on stage less than two years ago when they released the brand new jerseys. It was... Uh, Taylor Lewan, Marcus Mariota, Delaney Walker, Jarrell Casey, Kevin Byard, and Brian Arakpo. And of those six, the only guys left are Lewan and Kevin Byard, who are basically the two two of the highest paid guys on the team who just got new deals the last two years. And the other four guys are now gone. And so, John Robinson. I guess, did we not take him seriously or did that just slip through the cracks because we're all focused on what he talked about with, well, we're going to do everything we can to get Derrick Henry back and we'll see what happens with Tannehill. Well, here's here's how I kind of view this because as soon as Jarrell Casey was traded, that line rang in my head because I was at, we I was covering the Indy Combine for us here at A to Z Sports. I was at that press conference and I distinctly remember him saying, listen, this is going to be a different situation. Now, Jarrell Casey was not the first name that popped into my head, but in that moment, we were all focused on Derrick Henry because of all the nice things that he was saying about Derrick Henry because Brady was still swirling around everything, especially up there when the entire league is sitting there. But that line did stand out to me in a way that I was able to go back, look through the transcripts that we get sent uh, as media members and say, no, that's exactly the line that we were looking for. This dude, because you're always looking for how honest general managers and coaches are. How much can you actually take them at their word when they give these press conferences? And for the most part, as somebody who who, who operates in lying season... John Robinson, a pretty forthcoming guy with Titans fans. You just got to know what to listen for. And so in talking about Ryan Tannehill's contract situation, going back and listening to that, he didn't say we're going to trade Jarrell Casey, but he was letting us, uh, letting us as the media know. And then through us, letting you guys as Titans fans know, Hey, you guys got to be ready for some shakeups because we're going to, we're going to do, we're going to keep this thing competitive. We're going to try to win. John Robinson told us a month ago that things like the Casey trade were going to happen. Sure, and a couple comments I want to get to, then we'll get to more of your comments. Um, uh, Jeff says, I bet that draft pick gets cut after training camp. Look, it's not about the seventh-round draft pick the Titans get in return for Jarrell Casey. It's about the 30 plus million dollars over the next three years the Titans freed up by not paying Jarrell Casey. Now, Jarrell Casey still does count, I, I think, around $3 million in dead cap space on the Titans cap this year. So they freed up a little bit north of $10 million extra of cap space for this year. But Casey had a $13 million hit next season and a $13 million hit the season after that when he would have been 
32, 33 years old playing defensive line. And look, I enjoyed my time talking to Jarrell Casey because I've never covered a Titans team that has not had Jarrell Casey. Because I just finished my seventh season of covering uh, the Tennessee Titans. And Jarrell Casey just finished his ninth season with uh, the Tennessee Titans. And the last, the last uh, five of those years, Jarrell Casey was playing in the Pro Bowl. And a lot of people think that he was overrated. And then another comment that I wanted to get to uh, from Joey. He says, if you think about it, those guys were not J-Rob's guys. Those guys as what is what Joey's re- referencing as Delaney Walker, Jarrell Casey, uh, Marcus Mariota, and Brian Arakpo. Well, with Jarrell Casey and Delaney Walker's examples, John Robinson gave contract yeah, extensions. Both to those, those guys got guys. extended. So it, in a way, those were inherited. Taylor Lewan was inherited by John Robinson uh, to add on to this, but John Robinson extended those three guys. He did not extend the Brian Arakpo contract because he retired. And obviously we know how it played out with Marcus Mariota to round out the bunch. And he's already extended Kevin Byard. So I, I would beg to differ that Jarrell Casey and Delaney Walker do count as J-Rob guys because they are two of the guys that John Robinson relied on for the culture shift. And the culture shift did not start with Mike Vrabel's hire. It started with John Robinson and Mike Malarkey's cohesive hire in uh, 2000, what was that? 2016, I guess, or 17, January 2017 when they were hired uh, together. I might have got that date wrong. But anyway, it started when those two guys were brought on together in, in January of 16. Uh, somebody asked in the comment on Periscope, is this move something to free up more money for Derrick Henry, a possible extension before the July 15th deadline, or does it mean somebody else? We'll talk more in depth yes. about what's next later on in the show. In a comparison to make uh, with what the Titans are doing with Casey and what another local team did this past summer. Yes. Uh, Sean Gill says, I get freeing up cap space, for, but a, for a seventh-round pick is kind of a slap in the face. It just doesn't seem like that good of a deal to me. Slay just got traded for a third and a fifth. Yeah, uh, Darius Slay is going from the Lions to the Eagles uh, for a third and a fifth-round pick. Jeff says they uh, they lost a five-time Pro Bowler. Um, yes, you did lose a five-time Pro Bowler. That is on the resume of Jarrell Casey. But Jarrell Casey last year, he was great in the playoffs, right? He got his first postseason sack in, against the Ravens, and then he got his second in that very same game. But this is completely and totally Belichickian. All right, we spent some time on this last night. I'm going to continue to talk about this, I imagine, for, for the rest of the week. Because this is a pretty big deal. And sure. a lot of you guys are salty. A seventh-round pick is a slap in the face, but also... Now that the NBA, as, as uh, what does that say, ML, MIL Titan? MTL Titan. MTL Titan says, seventh round and they took his massive salary. Yes. Denver is paying $13 million plus uh, for the next three seasons. Well, they're paying, they're paying 10 this upcoming 10, season. 10, forgive me. 13 and 13 the next two or three years. Yes, so they're paying the bulk of Jarrell Casey's contract. That's why the compensation for Jarrell Casey was so low. This is a player that's getting close to 30 if he's not already there. I think he might be 30 this year if he's not 29. Uh, Jarrell Casey making that kind of money, playing the position that he plays, knowing that Jarrell Casey has already seen the height of his powers and is only going to get worse as a player, it's the money 
The pick is because of the money. It's not because of what Jarrell Casey is as a player. It's not because of who Jarrell Casey has been historically. But is that the best we really could have gotten, Buck? Honestly, I'm shocked for a player his age and with that much money left on the deal, I'm surprised they couldn't cut him. Yeah, he turned 30 in December. And the only reason that he couldn't cut him is because Jarrell Casey is Jarrell Casey because he's still a productive player. Yes, yeah. But, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and we're going to do this. We're going to ask you guys to give us one word to describe how you felt when you saw that Jarrell Casey was being traded to the Denver Broncos. So, we'll do this. One word for you guys to describe how you felt about Jarrell Casey being traded to the Denver Broncos. Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about TennesseeTickets.com. Remember this phone number. If you don't remember it now, it's on their website at TennesseeTickets.com. 615-970-1500. It's very easy. 615 970 1500. You call that phone number and they'll get you a great deal on any Titan season tickets that you're looking for. Because our guys, Dan and Derek, they're working during this coronavirus and they're helping out anybody that gives them a ring and answering those phones. So check them out. TennesseeTickets.com. Tell them A to Z Sports sent you for whatever Titan season tickets you're looking for. This season is going to be intriguing. It, like, the Titans are not done. Like The title of today's show is Trading Jarrell Casey is basically leading up to John Robinson's next big trick. So there's another trick that's going to happen with John Robinson and this Titans roster. TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. Uh, A to Z Sports, Austin Stanley, Buck Rising, in for a couple more days for Zach Bingham. Uh, asking you guys the one word that you would use to describe your emotions when Jarrell Casey was traded. Rejuvenated, says somebody on Periscope. Sad, says, Rejuvenated. Jimmy, says uh, Jimmy Morris. America, says Tress. Devastated. I understood, but damn. Uh, stuff hurt, says Stoney. Uh, shocked. But hopeful, says Jimmy. Uh, fo- two we- words, Jimmy. Play the game. No, that's three. Because three words. Jimmy got in there three times. My Jay, gosh. Titans for Life says Jay robbed. Titans for Life is, listen, guys, you, this, is, this is about as good a deal as you could get. Okay? This is, this is honest. Why, says B-Ret. A lot of you are very, very upset. I understand that. I have my word. What is your word? Business. Business. It's business. That's just how things work. And MTL Titan literally just said business right after I said it. Yeah. Business. That, you know, it's it's crazy. Business is not easy. And business is not about being buddies. Business is business, and you got to do what's the right thing for your business. And business is football right now, and football is business. Have I gotten the point through with it as many times as I've said the word business? <laughs> I mean, that that's honestly what this is. And it's and I thought your caption on your article that you wrote, a to ZSportsNashville.com, which was very good, it was John Robinson and Mike Vrabel are not for the boys, they're for the Titans. Not for the boys. It's not about the boys. Sorry, Lawan. It's about the brand. Sorry, Compton. Because if it was about the boys, then Delaney Walker would have found a way to remain on this team and they would have restructured or whatever. They would have figured out a business way to get him back. They would have kept Jarrell Casey. They would move forward and try to bring back uh, some of these other guys. If it was for the boys, they would have re-upped Derrick Henry for more than just a franchise tag, but it's about business. Tribe Call Quest says, is this a good thing, though, being a franchise that's all about business? I don't know. All right, and then Titans for Life says, I disagree. Sorry to cut you off. It's we, okay. The Titans could have traded and gotten a player back they would have had a chance to make the roster. A seventh-round pick may not make the roster. Right, but a seventh-round pick is going to cost you pennies because this was not about the return in the trade. And I was going to wait for this, and we'll get back to uh, what Buck was talking about. But think about this this way. P.K. Subban was essentially traded for Matt Duchesne 
by the Predators this past season. Matt Duchesne was a free agent. They had to trade away P.K. Subban for basically two minor league players to free up the cap space to go sign Matt Duchesne. That's the decision the Preds make. Now, you can argue whether it worked or was smart or not, but P.K. Subban's had an awful year. So, Darrell Casey was traded away for whoever John Robinson is going to bring in. Maybe one guy, maybe two guys, maybe three guys. We'll talk about that later, but I'm sorry, Buck, go ahead. No, it's okay. My uh, my word says Zebo advisable. How did that work out, says Rob, uh, talk in response well, to again, your... Well, the, again, the Preds have bigger issues than Matt Duchesne. And look at, again, look at what P.K. Subban has done this year for the New Jersey Devils. Nothing. And so P.K. Subban has hit a wall. Tyler says a five-time Pro Bowler for a seventh-round pick, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, he was a five-time Pro Bowler, and probably he will not make very many Pro Bowls in the remaining time. Now, that's again, I'm not trying to diminish what Jarrell Casey has done. We're talking about what Jarrell Casey will be moving forward because this was the, this was the season. Playoffs, he was great. Jarrell Casey cared about the Tennessee Titans as much or if not more than any player that I have ever covered that has played for the Tennessee Titans. Y'all want one good year or a good team for years to come. That's the decision you need to keep it going, says M-I-L Titan. M-T-L Titan. M-T-L Titan. Get that right. I don't have my glasses on. Uh, I need to wear contacts. It's very, very small, these (laughs) these handles. Uh, Uh, Maya, so here is, uh, I was going to get to my word. Go for it, because I've already interrupted you plenty of times. It's okay. Uh, this is your show. I'm simply visiting. Uh, I, my, my word is two words. I'm going to cheat like Jimmy gonna Morris. Hyphenate. I'm going to hype. Well, not really. Uh, I'm going to say heady play. Heady play by John Robinson to get rid of Jarrell Casey it, at this particular time. Heady play because you got somebody to take this behemoth of a contract that is not going to look good as early as this coming season. Heady play because you need to restock. And a seventh-round pick, again, there's no guarantee that a seventh-round pick makes the roster. But with as many holes and as many depth uh, issues as they are going to have, or, or as they had last year, because of, they, uh, because of the idea that John Robinson has been trading up to get guys like Rashawn Evans and Harold Landry, and they've cost themselves draft capital, and it started to show with the issues that they had with depth as guys got hurt, you need as many opportunities to get new young players onto this uh, onto this team, onto this roster. It's a heady play because Jarrell Casey is great. Jarrell Casey was great. We don't know for how much longer Jarrell Casey will continue to be great. So somebody brought this up. I think it's actually a really smart thing to bring up because I think it, I think we, it allows us to add uh, more context. Chris Stress, who was our, in our fantasy league this past year, he says, how much better is Calais Campbell than Casey because the Jags found a fifth-round pick for him. Why couldn't the Titans? Well, I think that's a fair question to ask there from Chris, who's a smart football guy. He's actually coaches football at the high school level. But look at who received the player. Yeah. There's a big difference in the Baltimore Ravens and the Denver Broncos. The Baltimore Ravens are trying to win now which might include and might require a veteran defensive player to help out that defense. The Denver Broncos are still in a significant rebuild mode if Drew Locke is a starting quarterback moving forward. So for the, the Jags had the leverage in that they had this Pro Bowl player in Calais Campbell and a Super Bowl contending team wanted him. So the Jags could get more for that because of the level of not necessarily desperate, but the level of demand that the Ravens might have had where the Titans were just trying to get rid of the salary cap because the contracts 
for Clayus Campbell and Jarrell Casey are somewhat comparable. They're not like that different for it to make a difference in the situation. The biggest difference is the Ravens versus the Broncos. Jarrell Casey walked so Jeffrey Simmons can run. That's the way that you have to look at these things. Now, they have... Somebody else said that uh, Jarrell Casey is going to be hard to replace. And I was going to say, well, they already did it. They did it. Jeffrey Simmons. It's done. It's draft an effing tight end. It's John O. Smith. It's Jarrell Casey. And that's how John Robinson, again, shows that the heart, the easy part of John Robinson's job was to take the 5-27 and 27 two-year record of Ken Wisenhunt and get it back to like near 500, which has been 9-7. and seven. That was the easy part. Of They're winning football four-year strike. That, the easy part was to get out of the dumpster to get back to contending or to be uh, relevant. And now the hard part is how long can you stay relevant and stay contending. And these are the types of moves that you have to do. Uh, Rob wants to know, why does Brady like Antonio Brown so much? Because there's talks that Brady is trying to get Antonio, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's a really freaking good wide receiver. He's and, great. And uh, Tom Brady was throwing to Philip Dorsett and Nikhil Harry and Benjamin Watson last year. You, you got like takes stored up or something? You are jumping down all of these, buddy. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Quarantine. I'm Austin. out of the house. <laughs> Austin's getting, Austin's just storing up takes. I locked in my home office yesterday, just trying to do work. It's okay. Just it's get okay. a bunch of voicemails. <laughs> listen. Sorry, now I'm talking to people. I don't know. Listen, if you're not talking enough, I got a couple platforms we could put you on because I feel I'll like. Gladly come on the podcast. I feel like I'm talking too much, but. I'm happy to come on the podcast josh says anxious uh jared uh jared says something's cooking surprised says lewis uh, asking you guys what's the one word you felt that would describe your emotions when jarell casey got traded for a seventh round pick yesterday sean says honestly j rob has earned so much trust equity with me that surprising news was immediately met with well it's tough but uh the front office head coach know exactly what they're doing uh, if I, I hit, bless Bill O'Brien says, what is it? M T L Titan. Oh God, it's the same guy. Nailed it. It's, I can't remember. How am I going to remember? Listen, no offense, MTL Titan. Now I'm going to remember it. Cause I keep saying it's it over and over. Guy. The new Titans way, make it happen. John says, Ronald, uh, unexpected says Ethan Ramsey. Not if you, uh, not if you talk to people over there. Ian Rappaport was saying they were shopping him low-key. Right. Low-key for a while. Well, and who's the next guy? Because this isn't just a 2020 thing. And the next obvious guy next offseason, and it's way too early for that, but Malcolm Butler it looks to be the, the next guy. MB Comer says, if Daquan doesn't take a huge step last year and Jeffrey Simmons doesn't fall to where he is, this doesn't happen. Well, I agree. A retrospect. Right, but I agree. But it allows for that to happen because guess what the Titans are going to be doing more of? They're going to be playing more two-down linemen and more stand-up edge guys with more speed. And so right now they've got Jeffrey Simmons and Daquan Jones who can do that. And so, look, they need to add some depth, and that depth needs to continue to develop with guys like Isaiah Mack and Matt Dickerson and others. They need to get better so they can play more snaps and be more uh, reliable. But they've got two guys in Simmons and Jones that they can really like. A tweet from your girl, Josina Anderson. Oh, I can't wait. Still something else in the works. No use of the word I, me, Was or I'm... she talking I'm... about her Instagram? Uh, yeah, well, it's there. It's there right for you on her Twitter handle, which, by the way, I'm going to change mine as soon as we get done here today. Change so... her Instagram? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Some national media guy said the Titans will go 500 next season. Uh, I mean, we we're, listen, we're not going to uh, pee on your parade, but there's a better chance that they go 500 season than make it back to the AFC Championship game. Like, there's only one more year they can go 500. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. Well, no, they could go 8-8-1. Damn it. <laughs> I'm 
Fisher ball lives on. Uh, asking you guys in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope, what was your reaction? What word describes your reaction to uh, to Jarrell Casey getting traded yesterday? Uh, Going to be hard to replace Casey, says Brandon. I, I don't think so. Butler, next for... Uh, no, I'm sorry. You already read that comment. After seeing that Denver is taking his whole contract, I kind of understand the seventh round pick, says Tyrell. Yeah, honestly, this is just good business. Uh, agree, Kyle. Been saying this as well, says James. Uh, does Simmons step straight into his role at well they were they were playing alongside of each other so they'll still have to find something to address Jarrell Casey but Simmons is already ready to help make up for what they're losing well if you go back and look at it like and actually go back and look at what Jarrell Casey was doing and how they were using Jarrell Casey with Dean Pease in his last year Jarrell Casey uh, really Jeffrey Simmons took Jarrell Casey's role yeah and Jarrell Casey started to play more on the outside towards the edge of that 3-4. They didn't have another edge rusher. Right, but and Jarrell Casey was pretty good yeah. doing that. Like I, I thought Jarrell Casey played some really good football over the last month, month and a half, two months of that. And Jeffrey Simmons, from all accounts, is going to be a, even more of a monster next year. Uh, Tremaine Park says, meh. Uh, Austin wins with the correct word. Didn't think about business, said Rob DeVos. Well, I don't know how you could think of anything else but business. Business uh, ethics. Because I, I, uh, I told Austin and Zach this yesterday. I got a text from a player that said, as soon not unprovoked. I did not seek out this information. No, I got a text. Players are texting Buck, just like media members are texting Buck. Buck is, text <laughs> Buck if you have drama in your life. It's true. Because he will talk about it. I, I, <laughs> no, te- this was a pre-show conversation. I won't name that. names, <laughs> but I'll talk about it. Uh, I had a player text me yesterday as soon as Casey get tra- got traded that just said, dot, 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 am I next? <laughs> so this, what this says to them is that this is all business, no loyalty. That's wake up, Cole. Wa- wake up. And sometimes, you know, for better or for worse, that's good for players like, in a locker room. Delaney Walker was a, well, you could see that coming type of cut, right? Jarrell Casey getting traded was like a holy bleep face. What the hell is happening? And nobody's safe. Yeah. Like, nobody's safe. Everybody's quarantined, and now everybody on the Titans roster feels like that quarantine can't even save them from John Robinson. <laughs> you guys should put phone numbers in your bio. Hell no, Rob. Oh uh, gosh darn panda says, spill, LMAO. Buck, I want a straight answer. DMs says, are full enough. MTL Titan. Luan says, be right. No, not Luan. Uh, I had a player. Uh, uh, who it, was it? Tajay who texted. No, we're not playing the guessing game. Uh, Austin is disappointed uh, why would Austin be disappointed? What am I, dis- what am I disappointed? I don't, about? There's nothing to be disappointed about. I'm we disappointed. have great thing, yeah, t- I, great things to talk about. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> Gosh darn Panda says I didn't see Casey coming at all. Yeah, I, I, listen, I, I would be lying to you if I if I said that either of us, right? No, neither of us expected uh, John Robinson to trade Jarrell Casey. This is something that Rappaport said they had been low key shopping him. For a while now, there were, I, I would be lying to you if I said I had any indication yesterday that that was the move that was going to be made. But as we heard from J-Rob uh, uh, earlier in the audio clip that we played, he tried to get you guys ready for it, even if it wasn't the exact player that he said he was we're going to trade. We were too busy dreaming about Tom Brady potential oh, and God. all this thing. A to Z Sports here live on a Titans Thursday. <laughs> Jimmy, more than you can afford. So, I promise you that. <laughs> Buck and I did some salary cap math. We've got the number of what the Titans still have available after the Jarrell Casey trade and after the rookie salary cap pull. So we have the 
the number available for that the Titans can spend on veteran free agency. How will they do it in a comparison uh, to what the Preds did last summer? But first, let me tell you guys about RentersWarehouse.com. That's where you should turn to find out how much your home can rent for because there are alternatives to selling your home in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com does all the work for you. It only costs $89 a month. There's no binding contracts, no marketing costs, no upfront fees, none of that. $89 a month. They do everything, and you create an extra cash flow for you and your family. Might be nice at a time like this and you continue to build equity in that home that you already own because this economy will bounce back and you want to have that equity for long-term wealth. RentersWarehouse.com helps you out a lot. It is a sports powered by Tennessee Tickets. Uh, if you want to buy Titan season tickets, they are offering you a tremendous price on them. 615-970-1500 is the number that you call. Make sure that you tell them that A to Z Sports sent you. Again, Titan season tickets, great deals on them. 615-970-1500. Buck's number is 8675309, says Nick. <laughs> Where's my 1K? Uh, Titan season Where's tickets my... available now. <laughs> Where's my 1K? Everybody's asking for their $1,000. Okay. So, the Tennessee Titans, according to Spot Track, they have $36.2 million available. $36.2 million. That does not count the $9.5 million uh, for uh, Vic Beasley. So you subtract that to 26.7, or 25.7, pardon me. 25.7. Now, the Dennis Kelly contract did come out on Spot Track, where Dennis Kelly, three-year deal for $21 million. His cap hit, John Robinson's doing it again. Dennis Kelly's cap hit for this year, 3.5. Next year jumps to 6.5, and the year after that's just over $7 million. So he's, again, backloading contracts to save more money for 2020. Or something. So what, what does this mean, right? The Nashville Predators cut, um, they cut, or they, I'm sorry, they trade away P.K. Subban to be able to sign Matt Duchesne. They got back like two minor league level players from the New Jersey Devils, who I don't even know if they made the roster or played a single game for the National Predators this year. But they were able to sign Matt Duchesne with that money that they uh, got back in the salary cap. That's Who is the Matt Duchesne for the Tennessee Titans? Because Jarrell Casey is kind of P.K. Subban in this situation. Who is Matt Duchesne? And with $21 million in veteran free agency spending money available, who will the Titans go out there and get? And it's a very vague, big question that we don't know what the answer is going to be, but John Robinson obviously has a trick up his sleeve. It was easy to draw the lines to say, oh, well, the Preds are just going to go sign Matt Duchesne now for a big contract, and they did that very quickly. But is it Jadavion Clowney, which we've kind of talked about? Is it a backup quarterback? And edge rusher. It's not somebody. Dennis Kelly, Rob. Yes, Dennis Kelly, <laughs> $3.5 million on this cap hit is very little con- considering his three year, $21 million deal. Here is what I will, uh, I'll go ahead and give my answer uh, because my answer is a bit of a non answer. And Zach Bingham would shout me down if I was ever to do this. That's why I'm doing it while he's not here. <laughs> but my answer is a non answer because to tell you exactly what they're going to do, I, I got I to gotta be honest, I'm not sure. 
what the Titans are going to do at this point. The Clowney thing makes a lot of sense. There's easy connections to be made, but I think it's much more likely that Clowney does what Jack Conklin did did and takes up a massive amount of money up front for a shorter-term deal. Uh, Conklin took $20 million this year with the Browns to, ma- to make an average of $14 million. Clowney, is, it's being reported that he wants to go out and probably do a one- or a two-year deal, test the market again. What I will tell you, though, what my answer is, is who it is not for. Who it is not for is Derrick Henry. Okay. This is the thing that so many of you guys have been sending me over and over and over again, that the money that they are freeing up is with the intention of giving Derrick Henry a contract extension before the uh, July 15th uh, franchise tag deadline. They have until July 15th to negotiate a potential long-term contract extension with Derrick Henry. And I will tell you right now, that this money is not for him. They had the money to pay Derrick Henry before they shipped off Jarrell Casey. They had the ability to extend Derrick Henry before they uh, before they traded away Jarrell Casey. Before any of this, they had the money to do this. Derrick Henry in 2020, they've already accounted for him. He's going to cost him $10 million. That's $5 million less than what the top of the market's making. They love that. They are not doing this move with the, uh, with the intention of extending Derrick Henry. This is not what comes next. I promise you that. Jared says in all caps, which Zach would also hate. He says, <laughs> guys, look at all the backups and positions the Titans need to fill. J-Rob likes to leave $10 million in reserves. I think we're done. Well, there's no way the Titans are done. They They're have not done. $21 million to spend. And I'm, I'm already taking the rookie salary pool out of that because I... The Titans are projected to have to spend $5.1 million on rookie salaries, and, and that includes the draft picks there. So they have $21 million to spend on veterans. So if, if Jared's going by his logic, then they have $10 million to, to spend on free agency, which is what they kind of uh, allocated themselves by and saved themselves by trading away Jarrell Casey. So Jared does have a point. There's a lot of roster spots to fill for the Tennessee Titans. They need another pass rusher, probably a veteran and a draft pick. They need a backup quarterback. They need two cornerbacks, one vet, one draft pick. They need an interior D lineman. They need an offensive tackle. They need a running back. They need another inside linebacker. They need another wide receiver as a depth piece. So I'll ask you guys this. And, and Mikey says, is Indomitian Sue available? Yeah. And I was actually going to make this joke on Twitter that the coronavirus has now killed the third annual Indomitian Sue meeting with John Robinson and Mike Vrabel downtown. That's <laughs> a tradition unlike any yes, other. Yes, I know, right? It's like Jim Nance's tie and Indomitian Sue meeting up with John Robinson and Mike Vrabel at the Southern. We won't have the Masters, every, so we have an Indomitian Sue. Every March. <laughs> so, actually, yes, Indomitian Sue is available, <laughs> for, technically. Yeah. Uh, but would you rather have Logan Ryan back or go sign Judavian Clowney? Clowney. Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh, Clowney. You'd rather have Judavian Clowney? Yeah. Answer that question. I like Logan. Comments away. Who would you rather have, Clowney or Logan Ryan? Flacco an option to back up QB, says Jeremy. Come on. (laughs) I mean, what are the other options? Uh, Joe Flacco is not a feasible option. Who are the other options? Uh, and, for a veteran backup? Andy Dalton is Andy out Dalton there. Is, uh, it's kind of out there, but you got to trade for him at R- this point. RG, yeah, you do. You would have to trade for him. RG3 is somebody whose uh, contract is up who provides you a little bit more, more mobility. 
Gives you a little more of a threat. Flacco is a is a statue, and Flacco is no longer Flacco uh, of Super Bowl MVP caliber. Uh, and you can even question that. Logan says Tress. Jim, uh, Jimmy says Clowny. No question. MTL Titan Clowny. Clown says MB Coma. Ryan says the Mr. Jones. Clowny, no offense, Ryan, says El Boogie. Clowny, that uh, dat boy, TP. Clowny, you can't just look at sack totals for him. Uh, B-Rat says, I'd rather have Clowny. Many of you are uh, saying Jadavion Clowny. And that, honestly, it's, it's more than just pass rush versus corner. It's more than just leader versus work, work ethic. It's that Jadavion Clowney is a former first overall pick, and he was being used incorrectly in Seattle. The last time that we saw Clowney used most efficiently is when Mike Vrabel was the defensive coordinator of the Houston Texans. I feel like I have repeated this line over and over and over again. But in You're the, talking a lot. I'm talking enough. It's, 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 man, it's, it's all in my head. It's yes. like quarantine. <laughs> but what we know about John Robinson and about Mike Vrabel is the thing that they repeat over and over and over again. It's, it's like a cult. Versatility. Versatility is the thing that they value the most. Logan Ryan for them was a versatile piece. Can you get more out of a versatile, a versatile piece like Jadavion Clowney, where you're not having to send your uh, slot corner on a blitz, but rather you can move Jadavion Clowney and take advantage of guards and centers when you line him up over the A gap and send him to just wreck people? Funny stat: uh, Logan Ryan had four and a half sacks last year. Jadavion Clowney had three. How many did Jarrell Casey have? Uh, Five is the answer. Five sacks for for Jarrell Casey. Yeah. Four for Logan I mean, Ryan. Logan Ryan had four sacks the year before that. Yeah. So Logan Ryan's been a sack artist uh, for the Tennessee Titans the last couple of years. He also had four interceptions. Here's uh, this is an interesting answer, and I'm trying to make sure this makes sense because it's kind of off the top of my head. That Logan Ryan, I feel like the way that the Titans are setting up their defense, I feel like Logan Ryan is such an integral part in the entire system. Where with the signing of Vic Beasley, that's been reported not official yet, then Harold Landry, who's a second round guy from a couple years ago, that you like how he's coming along. I feel like pass rusher is more of a platooned effort from the Titans, and that's their philosophy, is that they want platoon pass rushers to stay fresh, which means more bodies splitting up the salary cap, not one body with a huge cap number. Because they had Jarrell Casey with a big cap number, they just shipped him off to create cap space. So my answer in Logan Ryan versus Javion Clowney is, Kind of want Logan Ryan because they've already got Vic Beasley. So what are you going to do with, I mean, this sounds like a Madden roster with Judavian Clowney, Vic Beasley, Harold Landry, Rashawn Evans, Jayon Brown, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, and Daquan Jones. That's your front seven? Yeah. I mean, it sounds awesome. It sounds great, but... At the top but, end. But those guys are only playing half the snaps a game. Yeah. So how many times are all seven... Well... Rashawn Evans and Jalen Brown are playing near 100% of the snaps, not all of it. But DBs, like when you ever, whenever you looked at the snap counts that came out on Monday mornings of who played the snaps on defense, the offensive linemen play 100%, and the quarterback plays 100% most of the time. The DBs play 100%. Yeah. And Logan Ryan is out there more than whoever the top pass rusher is going to be. It's true. So I am paying Logan Ryan. More than a, and because Logan Ryan's not going to cost as much as you gave in Clowney. 
Yeah. So I pick Logan Ryan over Judavian Clowney. And and I th- I feel like that's uh, it's probably the less popular opinion, but there are reasons that it makes sense. The biggest reason, though, that it does not make sense is because of what Logan Ryan looked like in coverage in the playoffs. Logan Ryan got worked a couple times. And that was without Malcolm Butler. It was with Adoree Jackson. It's true. Coming back rusty, because Adoree was rusty. Ah, uh, he didn't it didn't last very long. He, he was great against he, the Pats well, and the Ravens. what was it? The, the, the first half of the Patriots game, Lo, Adoree Jackson was, was showing rust. Ah. Uh. I was very impressed with the way that he played. There was a couple moments where I was like, Adoree, what are you doing, bro? Okay, maybe uh, it's been it, a little it, while it, since I've watched those games. Halftime knocked but... it off. The first half, Adoree was rusty. Halftime, second half of the Patriots game moving forward was fine. But then Tremaine Brock got just abused by Sammy Watkins against the Chiefs where he led that long touchdown. And who hasn't been? The TV copy looked like it was Logan Ryan's fault, but no, it was Tremaine Brock who was laying with his back on the grass looking up in the sky. <laughs> so I do think you do need a little more speed. Uh, that with, you do. With, I still think you you sign Logan Ryan, you still need a corner in the draft. You Even if you still need a pass rusher in the draft, I think... Pass rusher, while you do need some veteran savviness with the position and some nuance of knowing how to play the position with the platoon setup the Titans look like they're going to in that philosophy, I just need guys who have motors. And motors are found via the draft. See, this is interesting. I didn't know that the Titans currently can't announce free agency deals or trades or comment on, on the Titans them. cannot? Yeah, Jimmy Wyatt is putting that out from uh, TitansOnline.com because of, uh, because of the medical situation, because of coronavirus. And has anything become official across the league? Uh, yeah, well, some of them, but most teams are, most teams are kind of sidestepping official announcements. Like they, the, the Rams had Sean Robinson from the Lions say a uh, very credible source. It was a FaceTime. It was actually really clever. Very credible source calling. It was a Sean Robinson. Very credible source. Credible source. And Jimmy Moore says the NFL said no one can officially. Well, except for their own players. Yeah. Like, they, they, whenever they re-signed their own guys, like that's why there was a conference call with Tannehill and Dennis Kelly. Those were made official. Well, Dennis is not officially official because they, Dennis is in Indianapolis right now. Dennis lives in Indianapolis during the offseason. Did you see what the Bears are doing where they are reporting the NFL Network reports? Yeah, the, the league is, the teams are feeding the stuff directly to the NFL Network, which is just a constant cycle because the well, owners but, but my, own my the NFL Network. But my point is the, Titan, like the Titans, Robbie sent us an email, said the, the, the Titans agreed to terms with Dennis Kelly. They agreed to terms. They did not sign him. Yes, but we haven't gotten that from Vic Beasley. My, For the my, same reason. My, my, well, my point is... We're talking about officially well, signed, sealed, delivered. Sure, I get that. But the Titans have announced that they have come to terms with Tannehill and Kelly. Right. What Jimmy is it's saying still- is... What Wyatt is saying is they can't officially announce that they have signed the players. Gotcha. We have not seen the pictures of Dennis I, Kelly and sure. his family and sitting down and signing have, the contract. Did we see anything about the... the the trade, nothing happened with a trade no, yesterday you, coming from the Titans. They can't comment on it. Sure, that, which makes sense. But what the Broncos did is many media reports are saying that the Broncos have acquired a five-time Pro Bowler. Like, teams are skirting this. Uh, Josh says, I'm told the, Clown- the Titans should sign Clowney per source. Uh, you, you're you're People, like, opening I'm, yourself I'm up to trolling. Jimmy and several others are just sending me Josina Anderson tweets, which... I'm here for. I said I was going to distance myself from that, but screw it. Bring I, it on. <laughs> I think uh, I think you're giving Josina a harder time than she deserves. Uh, but I uh, we're we're asking you guys the question: 
what would you, uh, who will the Titans, Matt Duchesne, we've kind of gotten away from this, forgive us. Who will the Titans, Matt Duchesne, after the Jarrell Casey trade be? Will it be uh, Jadavion Clowney? Will it be Logan Ryan, who is one of their own? Backup quarterback is still a need. They still need to have, I think, between 5 and $7 million for a backup quarterback. Well, because you brought up RG3, and I looked up his contract. He's still under contract one more year for uh, the Baltimore Ravens for $2 million a year. So a lot of the backup quarterback options, as of right now, you'd have to trade for them. Right. Because Ty- out there, a bit like, who are the Patriots going to have at their quarterback? Uh, you don't have, well, there's, and the Chargers, James, the Chargers James Winston like, Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> you know, it's like, like yeah, <laughs> and Justin Herbert. I'm no, guessing. give me Jameis Winston to the pad, uh, to the Pats. He's going to throw eighty touchdowns with his new LASIK vision and seventy five interceptions. I can't wait. <laughs> Clowney makes too much sense, so it will be someone else. Andy no. Dalton, El Boogie brings up Andy Dalton. You'll have to trade right. it for Andy. Yeah, because the Buck, the um, sorry, the Bengals have they can get because they know Andy Dalton will be a wanted commodity for a quarterback by somebody. Uh, because the Bengals are going to draft Joe Burrow. They will start Joe Burrow immediately, and then they're going to go for whoever. I mean, And Rob brings up Jay Cutler is right down the road. That actually... Oh, my God, please. That actually leads me to please. announce something. Oh, I forgot please. to do this before the show, or oh. as the show started. Now's because a good time. Rob brings up that Jay Cutler is down the road. Is he joining A to Z Sports? No, he's not. Which oh. makes me think about the podcast I listened to yesterday that was a mock podcast for the brand new A to Z Sports Tighten Up podcast ah. that will be in your A to Z Sports podcast feed tomorrow morning. We'll put that. the annou- official announcement out there. But we've already we're growing our podcast network, and I meant to do this at the very beginning of the show, but I forgot. Good job, out of you. We're growing our podcast network. Buck Rising has the Six One Five Sessions podcast on its feed, and in the A to Z Sports podcast feed, you get our morning show, you get Buck's primetime show, you get a Preds podcast every other week, you get a once a week Vols podcast, the Big Orange podcast that just came out this morning, actually with Zach Reagan and Charlie Burris. And starting tomorrow morning in that podcast feed, there is the A to Z Sports Tighten Up podcast that I've listened to four mock episodes of, and it is very funny. It's different. It's by Austin Huff and Jack Gentry. They're goofy. They're funny. They're both witty. They have similar sense of humor. And they brought up that Jay Cutler and Charlie Whitehurst could be the Titans' emergency quarterbacks in those situations, which I find hilarious. So Austin Huff, Jack Gentry, get ready for the A to Z Sports Tighten Up podcast coming to your feed tomorrow morning. Again, it's good. The Army is growing. Now, I am curious to see what this will sound like because I don't know. I, I haven't got – I've met Austin one time. I haven't met Jack in person. But I imagine – no, it's not me. I uh, I appreciate that, though. I'll, although I would be happy to contribute to the Tighten Up podcast. Austin Huff, talented guy, has worked a lot in the Nashville radio industry, and he also worked for three-plus years uh, with Jim Rome out in uh, L.A. Yeah. County. So, Clipboard Jesus yes. says Steph So, Dobbs. again, so check it out. Austin Austin Huff and Jack Gentry, both lifelong Titan fans, bringing a, a different spin on our Titans coverage with the A to Z Sports Titan Up podcast coming to your feed tomorrow morning. Indeed, and we look forward. So rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcast. Yeah. A to Z Sports feed there, too. Okay. I think we – so who are they going to spend this money on? Like they Because they, they're going to spend it on somebody. It's not going to be clowning. Um, it's not going to be clowny. I, this is, this is the difficulty. I think there is still another pass rush coming, whether that's Correa 
or uh, or otherwise a, a lesser known name. I know Teron Davenport. I saw Zebo from F Words Pod uh, shout out uh, Marcus Golden as well. Now announce everything but Sports Pod with Zach and Buck. God, that would be <laughs> Zach and I. Now there's I, look. We, we might got, both get fired from the company. Have, yeah, Zach fires himself. <laughs> no, but we have so many ideas, guys, that we are we're just working to do this. And we're growing the army. Austin and and Jack do uh, two great work. Well, Austin is going to. St- this is his first A to Z sports project. Yeah, yeah Huff. Yeah, his name is Huff. Okay, Huff. There is already one off. I'm not gonna call. Oh, relax. I- <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like when Zach and I started this business. We hired Zach Reagan to be our lead writer at AtoZSportsNational.com. And, of course, we're like, okay, now there's Austin and Zach and now another Zach. So we call him Reagan. And now we finally found the other Austin to bring on the team. But we can call him Huff. Yes, I think. So uh, released, uh, what, what does that say, M- McElroy? McElroy Cullen. McElroy Cullen. Released Casey to replace his production with Correa. You're not trading for Chris Jones. Now, uh, Zebo was kind enough to point out, to correct me yesterday, that there is still a loophole that they can trade for guys like Chris Jones and Yannick Ngakwe if they indeed do not sign their franchise tag uh, tender with their teams. Now, that would still uh, that would make things a lot more complicated and would not require the Titans to give up two first-round picks to go get them, but these are things that are very, very unlikely. There's only one buck, says Rob, unfortunately, for the better or for the worse. That's because it's your fake name. <laughs> That's right, uh, alias. It's like uh, what, what Zach said. About he doesn't want to change. Uh, he doesn't want, he, Zach. Zach does not want to be Zach Bingham on Twitter. He want, yeah. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to change his Twitter handle to Zach Bingham. He wants it to be Bada underscore Bingham. He, that's his alias. He wants it to be his alias. <laughs> and, he, and he can't get the handle without the hashtag. Oh, uh, indeed. So, uh, what what I will say to you is there is going to be an interior defensive line uh, that will probably be through the draft, probably a depth piece. Because right now, think about this: they have to do something on the interior. Because the only guys that they have under contract right now are Simmons, Daquan Jones, Matt Dickerson, and Isaiah Mack. Those are two undrafted free agents and two guys who you're really not you're not totally sold on. The Frank Clark trade last season would be similar to what it would take for Chris Jones. Yes, these things are complex. Those things involve draft capital regardless. And that is not something I think that they are prepared to give up. But again... Thing, this is the free agency is a hugely uh, is a hugely fluid situation. Why not go after someone like Dante Fowler? I know he's signed now, but when he was available, um, because they went for a cheaper option. They decided that uh, that what what did Dante Fowler make? Sixteen million a year. So they decided that seven million less for Vic Beasley is something that they could find uh, try and try and figure well, out. I saw this. I actually did this math uh, yesterday. Leonard mm-hmm. Floyd got a deal. Uh, I forget who signed Leonard Floyd. The Bears. The Rams. The Rams signed Leonard Floyd. Um, I'm trying to find this exact tweet so I can give you the math. Uh, tweet a lot. He, t- he signed for $10 million. Yes. He signed for $10 million last year. Leonard Floyd averaged .35 sacks per game and got a half million dollars more than Vic Beasley. And Vic Beasley averages .48 sacks per game. So Leonard Floyd, 0.35, Beasley, 0.48. It's a big difference, uh, and Leonard Floyd got more money. So to me, that made the Vic Beasley uh, deal look 
pretty solid. For those of you who are inquiring, by the way, of uh, about, and it's not up to thirteen million, uh, Lucas. It's up to uh, no, it is up to twelve. Floyd's, Floyd's is oh, up okay. to thirteen. Sorry, I got confused. Beasley's is up to twelve. Uh, because I was reading this tweet from Mike Garofolo. Now, this is not Titans breaking news, but this does matter for Titans free agency because it applies to Logan Ryan. Okay. Chargers cornerback Chris Harris. Uh, if you could look up Austin, how how old uh, Chris Harris is? While I read this tweet, Chris Harris's deal, two years, $17 million in base value, $7.5 million guaranteed. Has $2.5 million total in added incentives over the next two years. So he's getting $17 million a year over the course of two years. Chris Harris is how old? Chris Harris will be 31 years old this upcoming season. Okay, Chris Harris is a better caliber of player than Logan Ryan. Has been say? over his career. He's been more high profile. Okay. And he's a better, uh, yes, that's how you pronounce Garofolo. Garofolo. Uh, it's not, it's no, like it's, Garofolo with two Fs. No, it's not. But it's not. <laughs> so, $17 million for a 31-year-old corner. Logan Ryan probably. Just turned 29. Just turned 29. The production of Logan Ryan over the course of his career, not as great, but Logan Ryan is coming off a career year. The market for Logan Ryan will be higher than I think most of you are willing to say. $17 million a year for a 31-year-old corner. That makes me think that Logan Ryan is still in the area Wait, of 13. It was, it, was seven, it was 17 a year? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Gets a two-year $17 million base contract. I thought it was... I thought it was oh! Yeah, two years for a total. Oh, of, I read that wrong. Two years for a total of Oh, that's my bad. Yeah. Okay, which, which that changes the conversation. A lot. Look now, at that. Now, Chris Harris is... Is there too, a fine for reading the internet wrong? I can come up with something. I would prefer you not. So uh, so that tells you that Chris Harris is two years older than Logan Ryan, two, well, 18 months older than Logan Ryan, and is going to make, what, eight and a half? Eight nine, and a half. Not okay. Quite, not quite nine per year. That makes a big does, difference. Now, that... I, does that mean Logan Ryan's still probably a little bit more expensive, though? I would say that Logan Ryan is probably... So, based on those numbers, I'd say Logan Ryan... Logan Ryan just got off a $10 million a year contract, right? Three years, 30. Uh, I would say that... Uh, I would say that still probably puts him in 11, I would say. Yeah, I would say 10 plus. 10, 10 plus. 10 plus, I think, is uh, is a reasonable expectation. I knew something was wrong when yeah. you said $17 million a year. There's no way. Says Jay Patel, Magic Bucket will take care of that fine. That's so yes, true. Yes, the fine is coming with the Magic Bucket. Sweet, sweet justice. We still have another topic before the Magic Bucket. <laughs> let's play a game before the game. The Magic Bucket is a fun game. I let's hate get, the game. Let's play a game for you guys. The game stinks. I've got three Titans veteran free agent options. Which of these three do you want the Titans to sign? I will tell you the three here in a moment, but first... Mandu. Mandu is the pulse of fitness. One 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle stimulation simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. And I'm guessing your gym is probably closed because of the coronavirus uh, outbreak, which makes sense. But Mandu is still open, which also makes sense because the maximum amount of people that are going to be in a Mandu studio is three or four because it's one trainer and you and maybe at most one other person working out next to you. So really, it's two people at tops, three or four, if somebody's working the front desk. That's it. So Mandu is social distance fitness, and you can still get your fitness in, and your first workout is absolutely free. Mandu.com. Mandu.com. A to Z Sports, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Promo code AZ10. Check out, but... 
If you want cheaper deals on Titan season tickets, there is a number that you can call. Yet 615-970-1500. 615-970-1500. Make sure you let them know that A to Z Sports sent you. Save yourself some money along with no hidden fees at Tennessee Tickets. Dot com. They have the hookup there. We are asking you guys. We're going to play a game. Yes. We're going to play a game of pick one. Ryan gets less than Harris. Book it, says Jimmy Morris. I listen. That was, again, the, the Chris Harris contract makes it more interesting because I agree with I. I like where Jimmy's thinking because I don't know. I could make an argument like for either way. I can make an argument that Logan Ryan gets less than Chris Harris. I can also make an argument that he can make more. But I guess we're going to find out at some point. Yeah, so forgive me for misinforming and reading the internet wrong. But we're going to play a game in the meantime before we get to the game that's going to be my punishment for reading the internet wrong. Uh, Which of these Titans free agents would you want them to bring back? We're going to give you the option, okay? They've got got, uh, over 15 unrestricted free agents still out there. Which one of these Titans free agents would you want them to bring back? Darren Bates, Tajay Sharp, or Wesley Woodyard? Three guys who play different roles, some more important than others, but all have value in the eyes of the coaching staff. Remember that Darren Bates was a special teams captain. They are lower-level guys. They are guys who are on, obviously, well, Tajay's, Tajay's a different situation, Uh, But Darren Bates and Wesley Woodyard are on the back half of their NFL careers. Which of those three would you want them to bring back? Pick one, Darren Bates, Tajay Sharp, or Wesley Woodyard. I like this because I feel like they're all fairly equal. So uh, L Boogie says Tajay, M Corner says Bates, Tajay from Goodbar, M Jones says Woodyard, and Patel says Tajay. And uh, Lucas says, I think they could use the leadership of Woodyard with all the departures. That, that's a good way to take it as well. I, I honestly, I thought that Wesley Woodyard would be the overwhelming answer from the, the audience. Just a fan says Sharp, Bates, a.k.a. Boombox, uh, mm-hmm. Woodyard was not seeing much time. So, and, and Lucas says you can replace Tajay in the draft. El Boogie says Tajay all day. Jeremy says Bates. Uh, Dat Boy says Tajay. I would trade Humphreys. Only got him for Mariota. Not I disagree. Listen, I went back and watched that Kansas City game. It was the for, for whatever reason because quarantine is boring. Uh, I went back and watched the Kansas City game last week, and I saw after six weeks miss missed because of an ankle injury. Ryan Tannehill consistently go to Adam Humphreys and convert third downs. Adam Humphreys is somebody that needs to be on this roster next year. You just didn't see the full value of it because of the ankle injury. Sure. So. Buck, where are you going this? Who, who do you bring back? So, and we'll read more of your comments, um, and I'll give my answer too. And Chris stresses Correa would have been the better choice. Well, if we added Kamala Correa in there, then everybody would have said Kamala Correa. Because yeah. Kamala Correa played the biggest role out of the four of these guys. Right, we so all would say Correa. we're trying to make Correa. it hard on you guys. Like, we're trying to make this good for conversation because you could say Tajay, Darren Bates, and Wesley Woodyard all had similar sized roles, but different. And Mike Vrabel literally said at the tornado relief that no job is too small to help the Titans win. And no job is too small to help Nashville bounce back from these tornadoes. Yeah. About that? It's, so, it's one of these things. It's like, it's like when uh, everybody uh, crushed Diana Rossini for saying that AJ Brown would, uh, would be available to return punts, this was all before we found out that A.J. Brown had gone to Mike Vrabel and said, hey, 
I'm willing to do whatever it takes for the team. I'll help return punts. These are things that you have to keep in mind. But when it comes to these three, again, the options are Tajay Sharp, Darren Bates, and Wesley Woodyard. We're asking you to pick one of the lower-tier unrestricted free agents that the Titans have. Who's your guy? For me, it is Darren Bates. Oh, of course. For me, it is Darren Bates because Darren Bates provides me the most content. For purposes of football, though, Darren Bates is somebody who break. No, she said he would be returning punts. Uh, so she I'll she go, made it. I'll go find. She it. made it definitive. Keep talking, and I'll go find. Okay. Uh, so uh, of these things, of these things that are that are out there, I would say Darren Bates. Not just because he's fun to talk to. Not just because uh, Paul Paul has the feud with Darren Bates about the speaker. But little do little do the people know that I'm actually the one who started the the speaker you feud. Just took the flamethrower. Just yes, all, all started on Twitter. People forget that. <laughs> but Darren Bates, uh, that was my first come to Jesus moment with an NFL player. By the way, Darren Bates pulling you aside in the locker room and saying, "Hey, mother effort, listen, is a scary, scary thing." But I would like Darren Bates to come back, not just because of what he provides content wise but because that locker room rallies around Darren Bates in a way that a special teams linebacker often does not do. Wesley Woodyard is the superior leadership right? Dignified veteran but there's a reason that Darren Bates is a special team captain because the coaching staff appreciates that he can converse not only with the older guys but that he can hang with the younger guys. Jayon Brown Rashawn Evans, the inside linebackers, the young defensive players on this team, and the offensive players when Taylor Lewan is, is refusing to talk to Kaharski and says, you know what, that'd be a great question for Darren Bates, Paul. These things are all, all something that Darren Bates brings. Now, on the field, He's a great special teams player. I think they were hurting. Uh, they were hurting when they when they had to play a couple games without him earlier this year. Sure, because yeah, their special teams. He got hurt, and you could tell a difference. I remember that the Titans were giving up a lot of yards on kickoff returns because Crookshank missed some time, and then uh, Darren Bates missed some time, and sure. it, and Fluellen. Uh, who is a good special teams player. All of these things do matter for the purposes of your special teams. So if you're going to go cheap, if you're going to go leadership, if you're going to go locker room energy guy, the answer for me is Darren Bates. So I think Darren Bates is easily found in the draft. And really, sure, I think David Long Jr. can be better than Darren Bates for both special teams and on actual defense. And so you, you still need that special teams guy. You need a player. You do. But I, I think what they have in Crookshank and Hooker, who will have a bigger role if Logan Ryan's not back with the team, depending on what the draft does. But in those guys who are your faster, bigger, stronger, but still like speedy guys that, are, that fit the body type of special team studs, You've got to have those type of guys, and I think David Long Jr. is a great idea to replace uh, Darren Bates. So, Wesley Woodyard, I, as much as I respect Wesley Woodyard, I just don't think there's a possibility of him, bringing, of him coming back because at his age, it's just hard for him to play special teams and also or play defensive snaps as well. And the inside linebacking group with Evans, Brown, David Long Jr., three young guys who are who have, are very promising and look to be developing into a really nice group. So my answer is Tajay Sharp. Because I think, and here's why I go with Tajay Sharp. Because somebody predicted on Periscope that I would answer Tajay because people call me a Tajay Homer or something, I don't know. 
Homer. I was right because I was always on the. You have Tajay Sharp colored glasses. I was always on the Tajay Sharp side of the argument between Taewon and Tajay. Zach was always on the Taewon side. How well? How? Tajay and his role requires so much more nuance to what he's tasked to do, and that is nuance that is easy that is not easy. For a rookie guy who might have more raw talent than Tajay Sharp, but it's difficult for him to jump in to do that. I think Darren Bates's role is easier for a rookie contract type guy to fill, and Wesley Woodyard's role as a leader that needs to be Rashawn Evans. Well, defense. You know what I mean? Like, like, like Rashawn Evans needs to be what Wesley Woodyard has been from a leadership standpoint, just like Jonu Smith. Needs to be what Delaney Walker it was at some point. Just like Jeffrey Simmons was drafted to be Jarrell Casey when Jarrell Casey was no longer needed. That's Rashawn Evans, is it not? Yeah, no, I and would say so. so. I think, and I was think, this year three for Rashawn? Uh, going into year three, yeah. And, yeah, so and that's when jump, we... And the jump from year one to year two for Rashawn Evans was tremendous. Yeah, and we saw Bayard kind of transition into that role in year three. And so, and that's when that's when uh, guys like that, three years is typically what's required uh, in the NFL. Wait, not, not by like accrued seasons and like technical terms. But three years on an active roster is typically what makes you an NFL vet. Uh, and so now Rashawn Evans is considered an NFL vet. Next man up. Uh, the Tajay the, the Tajay argument would be easier to make if this wasn't the kind of draft that it is, and I understand where you're coming well, from because well, what they're not going to be able three like like okay and again I, I would if I'm John Robinson I would like to have Tajay back on a small deal like I'm talking and I don't know what Tajay's market's going to be because. Tajay Sharp, I thought. Had what did his... Seth Roberts get from the Patriots yesterday? Uh, Seth Roberts is a is a Ravens receiver that's bounced around the league uh, from Washington to Baltimore. One year, two million dollars. Yeah, you're not paying that for Tajay Sharp. Two million dollars. That's uh, he's basically Tajay Sharp, uh, or no, not uh, not Washington. He played for the Raiders before he went to Baltimore. Correct. So Tajay Sharp made two million dollars, two point six million dollars over four years as a fifth round. You're not pick. paying $2 million a year for Tajay Sharp. I mean, if you sign Tajay Sharp to a one-year deal for $1 million, I mean, is Tajay going to take that? I wouldn't. Somebody will pay it. Somebody you, will pay you, him $2 million. Well, it, well, and here's the problem. His base salary this past year was $2 million. Yeah. No. After his base was $450, $360, $630. It was $360 his second year because he was – injured yeah so he only received like half of his contract you got your two million dollar year out of Tajay Sharp already and he was great on third down and in the red zone when you needed him Tajay was there the Saints game they lost but he was great in the Saints game uh if Derrick Henry had played they probably win that game in all honesty and if they call that uh, retrospect is what it is but if they make the right call on Khalif Raymond when they tried to kill him over the middle of the field and he fumbled uh that game changes but you you've gotten your two million dollar year out of Tajay Sharp um, I like Tajay. I think Tajay's got great skill set. I think it's not easy to replace. I also think that you need to try and replace it. Right. So, but what's Darren Bates' contract? Darren Bates, I imagine, was probably less than $2 million. I don't know about that. I'm going to go under $2 million. I think it was more than that. Do you think so? He signed a three-year deal. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me pull this up to have the exact breakdown. His three-year deal was uh, for a total of $6 million. Last year, he made $2 million. Um, over two million. Okay, so, so I was wrong. Three years for six, average of two. So there you go. I mean, that's 
Darren Bates and Tajay Sharp probably cost around the same. So when it, and so I would, I think you'd rather have the two million for Sharp. I think it's easier to find the Darren Bates role in the draft than it is to find a veteran savvy receiver who understands how to play all positions, understands all situations. It's harder to find that out of a rookie. Well, it's it's easier to play defense than offense, right? It's see ball get ball rather than it's the easier ro- to play. Sp- now this. I don't look. It's it might be easier to play special teams in the NFL in today's world than it is to play receiver in today's uh, world. Yes, I would say so. There's more refinement. There's more uh, schematic knowledge required. Now, wide receivers don't have to be the smartest. Wide receivers and running backs don't have to be uh, intellectually uh, intellectually sharp. No pun intended, guys. Uh, because they are receiving certain elements of the play call, and that is what tells them to do their job. It's much more quarterback dependent. Yeah. And offensive line, honestly, need to be uh, more cerebral. Cerebral Guys, Darren Bates for $2 million is less valuable than Tajay Sharp for $2 million. I will make that argument. Now, there's a good chance that none of these three guys yeah, come and back. That's the most likely situation most likely. is that none of the three are back with the Tennessee Titans, which you know they're going to have to find guys to replace those roles because I think – those guys helped the Titans win some games. Yeah. For sure. Let's read some comments here. Jason says Bates. Jeff says Sharp. Uh, Chris says, uh, or Robert says Darren Bates. Why would anyone want Darren Bates, says Chris Stress? Because Darren Bates is funny and they like him. Uh, you you have no idea what Darren Bates is like. Don't don't uh, poop on Bates for no particular reason. Uh, bring back the wood, says Chris A. Newell. Uh, Dar- uh, uh, Wesley Woodyard honestly is the least likely of these three guys to return just because of where he is in his career. Uh, uh, I can't stand Bates, so I can't be in this convo. Bates is equivalent to a rookie special teamer. Skill set wise, I don't know why you can't stand Bates though. Like what? What? Chris, Mike Vrabel loves. Uh, Mike Vrabel loves Darren Bates. Because Mike Vrabel's a troll and Darren Bates is a troll. That's uh, why Mike Vrabel loves Darren Bates. Which is why you're I enjoy. a troll. You love Darren. Bates. <laughs> I love Darren Bates. <laughs> I think Evans will be a great leader, says Chris. Yes, yeah, I agree sure. with that. Uh, I think they have. They already have Bates' role. In long, says Chris Flint. Uh, are we done in free agency, says Jay? No, no. Welcome to the show. $21 million available. Uh, round figure, ballpark figure, $21 million for the Titans to spend on veteran free agents. Cody says Sharp because he understands the game and his role. Yeah, I, there are a lot of good qualities that uh, that Tajay Sharp has. Uh, uh, Tress says Bates can play the beats with Tajay Raps. Well, they do that on Freestyle Friday. Uh, Jayon Brown is terrible at it. Instagram. Uh, Jayon Brown Buck is good at would be awful. I would be terrible. I would be bad at freestyling because I needed like two hours to write my rap lyrics. <laughs> I, it's, if it's a beatbox competition, I'm done. Uh, J- Jayon Brown, terrible at Freestyle Friday. Pretty good on TikTok, though. The TikToks, although his hair, the hair dye, he looks like the flaming blue thumbtack. I have not seen the hair dye. I look, look at it. I am it. not on TikTok. Well, I am, unfortunately, in these trying times. <laughs> You're quarantined. You got to find something else. In no, well, I'm trying to figure out TikTok for us. <laughs> Fair. All right. you, can, you can take that research project. That's fine with me. It's a terrible one. Are right, you ready for your punishment? Oh, God, are you? It's magic bucket time, guys. <laughs> How does anybody enjoy this? It, because it's hilarious. I watched the I watched your beatboxing yesterday or so last brutal. week live. 
I missed Zach eating a banana, which I thought was a hilarious magic bucket. He ate that really fast. Well, I heard. I listened to the podcast of Friday when I was out, but I watched Thursday's magic bucket. Your beatboxing was so bad. Yeah, I know. So awful. Zach like unhinged his jaw like like a like a pelican might and just shoved the shoved the banana down his gullet in three bites. It was hugely impressive. Yeah. He didn't even break stride. So Justin says, Austin, the cap space changed from twenty five to twenty one. I am taking the rookie salary pool out because they have to spend money on and it's like five million dollars projected for the Titans who have a rookie salary cap. We so, are not counting yes. what the rookies and will that's cost. That's why I said $21 million ballpark of veteran free agency money. Always remember you got to pay the young guys. Yes, you do. All right, A to Z Sports here live on a Thursday, which Ugh. means Buck is sweating the magic bucket. I uh, want to tell you guys about Kings Bowl. Kings Bowl in Cool Springs has sponsored all of our fantastic Titans free agency coverage this week and leading up the last couple of months. And Kings Bowl... In Cool Springs, while closed right now for the coronavirus because they want to be safe for you guys, they are scheduled to open back up April 1st, and you guys can right now take advantage of going to buy gift cards at their website, kings-de.com, kings-de.com, for gift cards to Kings Bowl, that's food, uh, it's bowling gift cards, it's Chris Stress, who is in our fantasy football league, was at Kings Bowl for our draft. They sponsored our fantasy league last year, and we're excited to have Kings Bowl as a partner to support them while uh, things are are tough right now. Kings-de.com for gift cards for Kings Bowl. And now it is time for the Magic Bucket. A to Z Sports, powered by Tennessee Tickets. That's as as lackluster a tease or a a transition as I've ever made in my life. Powered by Tennessee Tickets. uh, Titans season tickets available. 615-970-1500. Great deals. Make sure you give them a shout out uh, at A to Z. That A to Z Sports sent you again the number 615-970-1500. 1500 and now it is magic bucket time all right would you uh, i will let you decide if you want to go first or if you want to pull for me first or if i pull for you first. i would prefer to have you pull for me first because the great the sooner that we can get rid of the shame the better uh the less i have to think about this okay for that's fine thing. i'll do that yeah <laughs> it's with a smile it on your face I mean, it doesn't matter it's the punishment is enough it happens <laughs> All right, Buck Rising's Magic Bucket. I hate that these things go back in there because there's a chance that it could be the beatbox again, right? Well, you would not. It, it can only, like, you can only do it once. Okay. It's back in there just in case I or Zach pull it. The, okay. The, eating the banana on air is back in there just in case you or I pull it. Yes, your your excitement level so seems pretty tempered. So this is kind of fun. It's because I got to think about it. So you have to let me... Tweet out something of my choosing within reason from your Twitter account. Oh, no. That's my most sacred place. <laughs> it's my Twitter account. I think account. I already know it. No. What's it? I already have burners that are tweeting fake Jarrell Casey So I get to news. tweet out something to Buck Rising's Twitter handle. No. <laughs> and this is well within reason. No, it's not within reason. This is a violation of my personal space. Well, if the magic bucket told me I can. No. <laughs> Actually, the magic bucket didn't tell me I can. That's the magic a... t- bucket says that I, I have to. That, is that, that you must. It says, let your co-host, which is me, Ugh. tweet out something of my choosing within reason. See, this doesn't matter for if it's Zach. Personal. This doesn't matter if it's Zach because Zach doesn't tweet that often. Well, you should be thankful that I am doing the show with you today, not Zach. Zach would tweet something heinous. 
So, you will see a tweet from Buck Rising at Buck Rising on Twitter uh, today where you will probably understand it's from me. TBD. Please follow through with what I say in this tweet. Please follow through? Yes, because I'm, I'm, there is a call to action with what I'm going to tweet. No. So I don't want more interaction. <laughs> oh, God, my mentions are already a sewer. <laughs> This is the worst. This is the, the this one lingers. This is what I get for letting you pick first. All right. So, uh, Damn it. King, Chris Stress says King's Bulls dope. Absolutely. Okay. Now, uh, Buck, you get the draw for me. Okay. Let us see. We are we are shuffling. And Danny says he wants to see Buck get the uh, twelve bars. We are no god. <laughs> we are digging Bobby around. Bobby is correct. You are very lucky that Zach is not here. Yes, I am indeed very lucky. Uh, <laughs> so this comes now. I don't think this is this isn't your brother, is it? I don't know. Ethan did Ethan submit? Uh, Ethan is it Ethan no, Ramsey, Ethan, the viewer of the show? That's not my brother. My brother would have my last name. You idiot. Oh. <laughs> my brother's name is Ethan, but but Ethan, but Ethan Ramsey, yes, my brother's related to me. He would have my last name. <laughs> oh, whoops. So what did Ethan Ramsey? Submit? It's cool. I was mixing up all kinds of pass rushers to different teams yesterday. I'm I'm telling you, I'm talked out. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Oh my god. This is so uh, courtesy of Ethan Ramsey, not Ethan Stanley. Yes. Sing and dance to I'm a little teapot. I've already done this. Oh. I did this at, at so you we get to you get to draw again for me. So leave that down there. Okay. And you get to draw again. I did that at Logo Brands in <laughs> front of actual people. Oh the shame. I uh wow, says Jack Gregorman. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry guys, I'm spread thin this week. <laughs> yeah, two two it's, bucks credit. It's a lot. <laughs> Buck is working a lot. I'm working a lot. And this I, week. and we thank him for that. Well, you've already yeah. done this one too. Which one? Your, from your wife, sing Rocky Top and do a dance during. Yeah, so you can put that one down. This now. is crap. I've done a lot of things. <laughs> All of the shame. John Michael says this, the little teapot was a good one. It absolutely was. It oh was God. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Now I don't know if you've done this one. Look up a tongue twister on air and see if you can do it. I have not done that. That's so Zach. So is this? Uh, is this? Am I looking up a tongue twister no, for you? You can, if you want to be under control for it. I think I should have the right, responsibility right, for that. So, if you so, get if you get my Twitter. <laughs> do you want to do this now the or thing that do I, it tomorrow morning? I, well, think, that should be up to the people. Yeah. Do you want the payoff for this magic bucket right now so Buck has to go look up a tongue twister in live time? Because I'll, I'll do some thorough research. Or, or do you want Buck to actually have time to, to find the, the best, most embarrassing, most difficult, where I'll probably going to say something I shouldn't <laughs> tomorrow? <laughs> I almost said one that I said yesterday, but I'm too scared of it to go back. I don't know what you said yesterday. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> uh, ducks. I don't want to <laughs> go back. I'm scared. So though. Rob says no. Uh, now, okay. So, well, Rob is Rob is the lone survivor. Let's let's uh, it, let. Uh, and then well, there's a vote for tomorrow from John. Okay, so one at a time, people are coming in. Quarantine, Quarantine says, says now. now. Says trust. Okay, okay. Uh, so and then Brian says tomorrow, so I can do research. <laughs> and then Rob says, yeah, wait. wait it, Rob, what do you mean? make up your mind. Rob, as long as you don't know what it is, then I say tomorrow. Uh, Gregorman, have Josh time says, to research. Now this. save room for Titans talk on tomorrow's show. That's uh, fine. Let's, let's just do it now. Okay, fine. Uh, let's st- do it live. St- <laughs> F it, we'll do it live. Stall for me. Stall for you. So right, while so, I look up uh, tongue if you, twisters. If, so just a learning lesson for Buck. Uh, most of the time, siblings, especially brothers, I don't have, have the same last name. <laughs> so such a joke. my brother. <laughs> 
Ethan Ramsey has now officially become my sibling. Yeah, our, a to Z, our A to Z sports family. Ethan Ramsey is sure. literally on every one of our shows. Sure. So, okay. So, we're going to do this now. Uh, Kelkin says he needs some entertainment in his life. Let's go. Okay. So, so, uh, I, so I have looked up, courtesy of Business Insider, the 14 toughest tongue twisters, which is not easy, toughest tongue twisters in the English language. So, out of these... We have, well, this, this, that is impossible. You'll never be able to remember that one, much less do it. So, pad, kid, poured, curd, pulled, cod. Pad, kid, poured, curd, pulled, cod. Pad, kid, poured, curd, pulled, cod? Yes. How many times are we requiring five, him to do this? Five times fast? Five times fast. I'm sorry, I'm going to borrow your computer. That's okay. Uh, pad, kid, poured, curd, pulled, cod. Pad, kid, pulled, curd, pulled, cod. Yeah. Pad, kid, poured, curd, pulled, cod. Pad, kid, poured, curd, pulled, cod. Pad kid pork cork yeah that's <laughs> do them all I, I'm gonna know do them all yeah kind of fun. well the other one's much longer oh yeah <laughs> how can a clam cram and clean clam <laughs> what what happened what how can... <laughs> what did you say that <laughs> what happened there? now the game's over no I the game is not over no, What's what I is this one I can't talk no how that's can... the point <laughs> this is fantastic. How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? Okay, five times. How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? How can a clam cram in a clean Faster. cream can? Faster. How can a clam clean in a cream can? Faster. How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? Faster. How can a clam cream can in a cream can? <laughs> More? Yeah, sure. Sin <laughs> toast to tin tense stout. Okay, well, let's read them first before you just blurted it out and stumble all over yourself. Sin toast. To, to ten, ten stout saints. Oh, that's ten tall. I don't even know what that's impossible. To, I don't even know what I'm just trying to say. Let's do the clam one again. Rory the warrior and Roger the warrior were really were ah, screw it. There's no chance. Six, These are all like like paragraphs. This is very difficult. Six six hicks. Nick six slicks bricks with picks and sticks. There's a uh, there's a there's a word in there that's gonna get I, you. <laughs> Tread lightly. Six slick hicks, nick six slicks bricks with six picks and sticks. I don't even I know if those were all six. the yes. <laughs> six six hicks, nick six six bricks <laughs> with six picks and sticks. I keep adding sixes. I don't know what six, is happening. Six six hicks, nick six slick bricks with picks and sticks. Six sick. Nick six. PC like says Rick. I'm talking like Lou Holtz. With picks. I mean, I I tell you, you know your game football oh team. God. If you want me to talk about New Holtz, I can talk Lou Holtz if you want me. That's to. an actual. That's a pretty close uh, Lou Holtz impersonation. Well, <laughs> cork soaker. Ryan says, says I'm spitting coronavirus all over Buck. Yeah, you're spitting it on my laptop for sure. Sorry, I have a I have a wipes. For He's that. got the Rona. <laughs> Yes, I did start to sound like Lou Holtz. That's my Lou Holtz impression. You got a bonus impression for me uh, for the Magic Bunch. Bonus Lou Holtz on a Thursday. Don't say we never did nothing for yeah, you. Yeah, for real. Okay, that's Thursday. We still have tomorrow. <laughs> Longest week in the world. Because <laughs> so, there's been no, we are now a full week without sports. Uh, Lou Holtz, a whole show, should be a punishment. Now, Zach, I could get mad. Zach makes me spit a lot. <laughs> so You guys spit too much anyway. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed this show. It's been a long show. Buck will be back tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime for the last show of the week. Then he'll be back with me tomorrow morning. We've got some topics planned for the morning to dive deeper into what Bill O'Brien did and 
what the Colts are doing. The Jags now have a mustache quarterback for officially uh, there. So uh, crazy show for tomorrow already set up in the works. I know why I'm so damn tired. It's almost 940. What are we doing such long shows for? We are four minutes away from going 90 minutes. All, all week these shows have been so it's long. because you and I don't talk about things on the air. This is the problem. This is why I can't work with either of you because Zach makes me go to, not makes me go me too and, long, but the and, conversations well, are so long. Me and Zach talk so often and we've been talking for forever that we just understand when we've hit our, we know each other's opinions too yeah. well, where we're actually finding out each other's opinions on certain things because we don't talk that often. 940, 941. It's a, it's a me record. It's not our longest show though. It's my longest Once show. upon a time, John Curry got fired and Phil Fulmer got hired. Oh, God. An hour into the show. What a time to be alive. And we've done draft shows where we've been drinking beer for three hours before. That was hilarious. <laughs> but there was more uh, more slurring than in the, uh, than in the, the tongue twisters. <laughs> All right, guys. Enjoy your Thursdays. Be safe out there. We'll see you at uh, Buckley tonight. I'll One, see more you One more show. One more show. Two more shows. All right. Thanks. God bless. Peace and love. <laughs>